Today's show is sponsored by Miracle Made. And oh my God, you guys, you know that I love a luxurious set of sheets. And I now have such a set of sheets because of a miracle made. They are bedding that has been inspired by NASA. They've got silver infused fabrics that actually make temperature regulating a thing. Uh, so you're not like getting too hot or too cold or whatever, you know, the whole thing that happens with your body's temperature losing its mind. Miracle made helps with that. One of the little things that my husband particularly loves about Miracle Made is that it like doesn't have as much bacteria as regular sheets because of it's infused with this silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. So it leaves the sheets cleaner for longer. And then the thing for my husband is that it doesn't give him acne, which is like an issue for some people. But more than all of that, it's just luxuriously comfortable and delightful. And it has that cooling feeling while also being cozy. Very hard to achieve those two things at the same time. I mean, miracle made, come on, well done. So here's what I think you should do. I think you should go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and buy some sheets today. And if you order today, you can save 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation at the checkout and you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. So there's just a lot of savings here, folks. Order today, you'll get 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation. And Miracle's so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30 day money back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, which I don't see happening, um, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and use the code fake the nation to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash fake the nation to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Fake the Nation, episode 194. Hello, hello, this is Fake the Nation, where we talk about news, we talk about politics, and where we succumb to the utter exhaustion of Zoom meetings. You guys, I'm your favorite Iranian-American Muslim podcast host with high arches, Nagin Farsad. And I swear to God, this week, I straight up saw someone fall asleep on Zoom. They just fell asleep. It lasted for like two to three full minutes. We all pretended like it wasn't happening. And then the person woke up. And that, uh, and we did not make that video go viral online because that would have been mean. Uh, today, we're going to talk about COVID-19. I know, you guys didn't expect it, but we will. We're actually going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the jobs, the internet retail warlords, the propaganda problems. We'll also have a real dumb conversation um, where we debate about some real stupid shit. <laughs> uh, because this virus has not taken out- away our ability to be really stupid. Uh, And that's the silver lining for this week, you guys. I am so excited by today's panel. Um, 
they've both been on the show before. You already love them. I don't even need to say too much because once you know, you'll be like, love. Uh, we have with us comedian, writer, former roommate of mine. Uh, he yeah. has a new podcast called Take Your Pill Psychopath. It's a comedy podcast about mental health, which you should absolutely 100% be subscribing to immediately. He is my very good friend, John F. O'Donnell. Hey, Nagin, how are you? It's weird. I just called you John, which I never do. I call you J. Fod or John F. O'Donnell. Yeah, it's full, cool. You do always call name. me by my full name usually. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, and also with us is, um, oh my gosh, I love this woman so much. We had such a sparkling time together in West Virginia. You remember those days? Those were the days. Um, she's a comedian. You've seen her on a bunch of like TV, like uh on crashing and on uh, some of the late shows whose names I don't know which ones, but like she's fancy. She's been on so many things, you guys. Um, And you know what she's trying to do is uh, she's trying to say, stay sane during the apocalypse. You guys, it's Joyelle Johnson. Hi, Joyelle. Hey, boo. All you got to do is take a stab at a white boy name, and that'll be the late night show I was on. Just name yeah, I know a white exactly. Boy. I was like, you know, to John, John, John F. O'Donnell show. John F. O'Donnell show. Yeah, Jimmy. I'll take that show. <laughs> late, late night with J. With J- Fod. That sounds good to me, Joel. I um, love the idea guys- of you guys rocking it out in West Virginia. By the way. Oh my god! Oh. And you know what's weirder is that. The one meal, one of the meals we shared together at a restaurant was Vietnamese. Yes, yeah, Vietnamese so meal. So you, you you don't necessarily equate uh, West Virginia with like fine Vietnamese dining, but you know what? Me and Joyelle do. <laughs> yes, fine, very fine, very fine, very and, fine. And we just mean the word fine, like it was fine. It was oh, fine. that version of fine. <laughs> Everything was um, fine. You guys, before we get into the show, I just want to remind listeners uh, that you that we have a new episode of Bonus the Nation coming out tomorrow. Uh, and I don't need to tell you guys about Bonus the Nation. You already know. But the episode, it's, it's a fantastic little additional series you get if you um, subscribe to Stitcher Premium. Tomorrow's episode is with Sean Ramaswaram and Leah Bonama. And they Ooh. join me in t- to talk about the art of quitting you guys, Sean gave up plastic. It's a nuts and admirable uh, thing that he did. We talk about it and we talk about all the stuff that Leah's quit and I've quit. And there's just so much, so many quitting tales in this conversation. It's fantastic. You should definitely subscribe. Upcoming episodes feature people like Ellie Mistal, Lane Moore, Christian Finnegan, Ophira Eisenberg, just the many, many amazing people that come through Fake the Nation. If you want to support the show, this is a great way to do it. We're going to keep the show going. We're going to keep paying our panelists. We're one of the few podcasts that do that, and that's something I'm really proud of. So please uh, help us keep going and keeping and and help us keep our standards. Um, You can listen to Bonus the Nation now on Stitcher Premium. And for a free month trial of Stitcher Premium, use the code FAKE, that's F-A-K-E, And uh, yeah, you'll get a free month. It's so fun. There's so, so, so much content. It's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, Nikina. Start the show. Yeah. If you want me on that, I'm thinking about, you know, quitting washing my hair, quitting getting dressed, quitting um, Uh, cutting my fingernails, (laughs) maybe quitting life. I don't know. uh, (laughs) I I feel like I'm quitting ever doing a podcast at somebody's house ever again. This is the only way (laughs) I'm ever doing podcasts. 
This is the only advantage to come out of the coronavirus, me doing a podcast in my pink bathrobe from the comfort of my bedroom. And we, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we screenshot the shit of that pink bathrobe. So everyone will uh, will see America will see that bathrobe. Uh, let's get As into well they should. the show. Let's get into the show with topic number one. So coronavirus is everywhere. But Antarctica, guys, weekend trip, huh? Six packs in the fucking ice. Uh, Anyway, beyond the absolutely tragic loss of life, one of the main ways we're experiencing this is through job loss. Um, We don't know exactly what the unemployment numbers are, but it could rise to nearly 30%. We saw 6.6 million people file for unemployment. Um, That broke a bunch of records. But here's the weird thing, you guys. I'm about to blow your fucking mind. That unemployment rate is an American phenomenon. Joblessness isn't happening everywhere. So why does this suck so much for us on the job front? Well, I don't know. Uh, I was just going to say, first of all, just don't forget, again, America, we're the greatest country in the world at having unemployment job claims right now. Um, <laughs> we're crushing it. Number we're number one. one. That's number what we one. do. Number one. <laughs> um, yeah, this is uh, this is messed up for so many reasons, uh, one of which being, you know, a number of of other countries, they're they're guaranteeing that they're. Uh, that these employees will have a job after this emergency, after this pandemic, and they're um, they're subsidizing people's wages, I think, up to eighty percent, and they uh, and the and the businesses are getting are, are getting uh, funded to be able to cover all of their general costs and stuff like that. So instead of after the fact, like a bunch of Americans having to run around and try to figure out how to get new jobs because their jobs are are not going to be there, they're riding it out in a way that it seems like we could have done because Germany already had something like this in place before, but other countries that didn't like Britain, Ireland, even Italy, they got it going really fast. Yeah. The German thing is called, I have to feel like it had a fun name. It's like Zeidine. I'm sure there's a umlaut. Oh, it's called, no, it's called Kurzarbeit. 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 Uh, I thought that's when you have sex in the woods with a bunch of strangers and uh, (laughs) no, you're not allowed to leave the woods until everybody orgasms. No, but then, but then every, every, (laughs) like, yeah, that's what it is, John. That's that is totally. exactly true. Um, but uh, but I also felt like everybody's name was Kurt, like in the yeah. woods that you're having sex. Oh, it has with. to so be. So it's a bunch of people Kurt. named yeah. Kurt. It's really it's a Kurt Vonnegut yeah. tribute sex party in the woods of Germany. <laughs> I mean, obviously that's what it is. Um, so, but, sounds like there's a lot of girls with cups involved. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, this is the most sexy a government unemployment plan has ever been, you guys. Uh, yeah. For the record, Germany had this program, but countries like Ireland, the UK, and Denmark didn't have a program in place. But guess what? They just wrote one up. You know what I mean? The fucking coronavirus happened, and they're like, oh, we should take care of our thing and like do the German Kurzarbeit. So first they went and had sex in the woods. And while they were there, they threw together a few post-it notes and quickly wrote up a plan. Uh, We didn't do that. Joyelle, what do you think about how we're handling our joblessness? I mean, obviously it's Obama's fault. 
And we need to figure out. <laughs> we need to get Obama in front of this and blame him because clearly this is his problem. Um, I think I just it's just amazing to me that everybody is now getting treated the way black people have been treated in this country forever. Hey, and yes. everyone is surprised right now. And all the black people are like, uh, duh. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we need to get it together. We've been needed to get it together. I think my favorite... Um, um, meme that's going around is some guy tweeted that if capitalism is so great, why does it need to get bailed out by socialism every 10 years? And <laughs> this is just an example of that. Like, we we need to get it together. I, it's, it's beyond me. I don't know. I don't have... <laughs> <laughs> too much to yeah. say about it. Well, I mean, it's uh, let me just say one more heinous thing about it. So, yeah, if we were just paying employees to keep their employers, um, by the way, there are and and I think some conservatives would say there are some programs that are offering loans to pay employers to keep employees. And then depending on how many employees you keep, this is for small businesses, depending on how many employees you keep, you will be forgiven that loan. Um, I like to think of a program like that as totally terrifying because what (laughs) if there's some glitch and you kept your employees, but the government's like, oh, but you you didn't keep them fast enough or I don't know. You know what I mean? And then you just are, oh, you just have to pay out this loan like Small businesses don't want to be saddled with a loan. I've said this every episode. When we think about small business, we say loans. When we think about business, we think bailout. Um, And what we're doing, I think, in both cases is thinking about it the wrong way. I think Germany has it right. Denmark, Ireland, UK, they fucking have it right, which is that we should just pay for everybody to keep their employees. And, And then when this coronavirus lifts, everyone seamlessly goes back to a job. The only thing we need programmatically in that case would be what do you do with freelancers and gig economy workers? So then we could have crazy, bizarre little programs for gig, which would be for the three of us right here, um, gig economy yeah. workers. Yeah. Um, I mean, gig, but, gig economy yeah. workers are just born, you know, to die alone in the woods without the sex party. I mean, that's, <laughs> really, that's what sex. I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do not that's give me I, anything. I, America. <laughs> I want no part of any of these bailout programs. I want nothing. I create laughter for strangers for free. And then after the fact, you don't remember my name. That's how I like it. Like an anonymous angel sent down from heaven to make sure you guys don't kill yourselves. That's all I want. That's all I care about. Uh, yes. And you know, you... it's funny. It's also all I care about. And I've never felt more utterly fucking useless in my entire life. Oh, yeah, baby. I got a boyfriend who's been working every single day. He's out there working right now. And I've been twiddling my damn thumbs like, maybe I <laughs> maybe I should wash some dishes. <laughs> uh, you guys, maybe, I don't maybe agree. Maybe I should cook some food. <laughs> <laughs> I've been tra- I've been uh, I've been composing game changing newsletters, you guys. Um, oh, <laughs> you know I just received one of your newsletters. Yes. So how do people sign up for your newsletter? Quick intra segment oh. plug. JFODnews.com. It legitimately is the best way to stay connected. And it brings me more joy in my life when someone joins it than I can really explain to you guys. <laughs> it's really fantastic. I, I just read one of his newsletters. And, and I write out so these stories about crazy shit I've been through. JFODnews.com. Wow, that was nice. Um, yeah. Um, um, Nagin, you also said a sentence that I've never really heard before. Uh, Germany has it right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How many times has that been uttered in history? 
You know what? It's uh, well, actually, Joelle. I mean, post that whole World War II thing, there actually has been a lot of things in German society that have been quite liberal, and they really are leading <laughs> the eurozone. You have to <laughs> ignore a really, really big thing, but yes, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. True. After that Just one thing that, that we don't want to talk about, there's been other. Wait, um, so I wanted to I wanted to mention to you guys one more really heinous aspect of our situation, um, which is lest we forget a lot of healthcare. Uh, I wish I had the number on hand, um, but a lot of people, majority of people who have health insurance, they have it through their jobs. So if they're losing their jobs, they're also losing their health insurance. Hooray! Yeah, for that's a there we pandemic, go. Which involves medical care. That's, that's a twofer. The, that's uh, a twofer. Yeah. The. The employer-based healthcare thing, it's 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 interesting because I didn't realize this, but that wasn't always the case. That was something that came about after World War II when unemployment got really, really low and different companies had to sort of create more benefits to entice employees and stuff like that. Right. So they started putting in healthcare benefits and stuff like that. It was never seen as a sustainable system for that's how people got healthcare. Um, and then right. as costs kept rising and that got scaled, it's the sort of thing where it actually does. I mean, employer based health care, if you have good employer based health care, that's amazing. Uh, but it does put a lot of strain on, you know, medium sized companies that are trying to do that. And then it yeah. also kind of locks people into jobs that maybe they want to go to get some sort of other job. But anyway, that's just a more theoretical thing about it. But you're right. A lot of and, people are losing that. It's messed up. And I think this is a really great opportunity for yield Bernie Sanders um, to make the. I mean, there's no better illustration of what the world needs now uh, than this global pandemic. You know, this is like the Bernie Sanders campaign platform. Yeah, right? and he's still not going to get um, the nomination. It's fucking insane. It's like I mean, he's like, he's twenty-seven like, states have yet to vote, so I'm not <laughs> handing Biden the nomination. I yeah. know that I'm also a realist, but I'm I'm not handing the the Biden the nomination. Not on this podcast. Not on this J-Pod. podcast. God damn it! I just hope we have an election. I know. <laughs> that's that's yeah. all I hope. I'm, that's, I know. That's honestly we're going to talk the, about one that. Of the things in, I'm scared of about is yeah. that we might not have an election. I know. We're going to talk about that. This um, healthcare thing is out of control. Episode, I mean, the yes. idea that so everybody takes the economic hit and loses the healthcare and then has to figure out how to then you know jump in and try to get their own plan or stay un- uninsured. A lot of people are just like, fuck it, I'm staying uninsured. And that, and there's been cases of people that have not wanted to go to the hospital, even if they've been exhibiting symptoms of coronavirus because they don't want to yeah. deal with the bills. And some of those people have died. Yeah. 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 Here's the thing. The hospital has to accept you. So go to the hospital, even if you do not have health yeah. insurance, whoever's listening, go. go to the hospital and apply for charity care after the fact. But go to the hospital because they ain't going to take your debit card. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Exactly. And I, I want to point the out the Cigna Humana announced on Monday that they would waive consumer costs associated with COVID-19. CVS. Um has a little will waive cost to patients for hospital admissions. Um, they're they're a part of Aetna. Um, I mean, that's cute or whatever that these few insurance companies are like make, taking some principled stand. But the fact of the matter is, like, 
again, healthcare should be a right, not a privilege. Yeah, we should that all should be a have all, all of this. And I and I know there's hidden. I if I were to go to the fucking hospital for COVID nineteen, I know I would get a bill. I've gotten a bill, a mysterious bill for absolutely every time I've sought out medical treatment, and I have quote unquote good health insurance. So um, well, I'll tell you what, a little anyways. life hack. If you don't care about your credit score, I mean, medical bills, just wait it out. Seven years, they all go away. That's because we have a perfect system. You rack up as much. John F. O'Donnell, life hacks are supposed to be sort of like instantaneous. You know what I mean? But yours is a seven year life hack. They're called destroy your life hacks, Nagin. (laughs) Yeah, I Um, mean. Can Credit's I? not going to matter anymore after this. So. Yeah, hi. I have good credit in 2020. What sort of <laughs> evil monster are you? you know what, I mean? <laughs> what sort of megalomaniacal Jeff Bezos underlord are you that you have an 800 credit score, you freak? Let's talk about <laughs> Jeff Bezos for a second and the uh, and the evil overlords of our retail giants. Um they so here's a fucking crazy thing. Amazon fired a worker for protesting the working conditions at a warehouse in New York. Apparently, a bunch of workers there had tested positive for coronavirus. He wanted the warehouse to take a break, do a nice disinfection. And so he raised his voice and he protested and he was fired. Of course, Amazon said he wasn't fired for that reason. He was fired for some other mysterious reason. Um, Obviously, that's total fucking bullshit. Uh, Jeff Bezos could literally still be a billionaire, pay every worker a middle-class salary and give them health benefits and a pension, and he would still be a motherfucking billionaire. What are your feelings about Amazon? Do you use it? Um, And what do you think? I personally use Amazon because I think everybody's evil. So I'm like, hey, I I at least need to have things to come to me in two days. Also... (laughs) I I feel like um, Amazon. That is the incorrect answer, Joyelle. The answer I was looking for is I do not support Amazon. (laughs) Jayfa, do you have the right answer? Well, I think that somebody. I yeah. (laughs) I think that somebody needs to win capitalism. You know what I mean? Somebody has to get everything, and I think he's the closest. I want yeah. everyone to know, and I will. I am on a soapbox right now, and I am. This is a purity signaling right here. I do not use Amazon. It's been several months. Uh, I feel so much better <laughs> and lighter. <laughs> you absolutely don't ever actually need to use it. And I've traveled everywhere in America. I know the retail situation in most small and mid sized cities across the country. You don't need to use it. Um, and you don't need to use it. You don't need to use it. I am not supporting this. This is fucking bullshit. This is bullshit. But, They're putting people but, at har- in harm. The <laughs> one thing I will admit to is that I watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel's. Uh, I have, um, I feel bad doing that. Uh, I do think that we should be trust busting and that the video thing should be completely different company. That's a discussion for another time. Elizabeth Warren knows what I'm talking about. Anyways. Uh, but what do you think these big companies should be doing right now and how, how should we be treating them? Um, I, I was going to ask if you had an Amazon Fire Stick because <laughs> I definitely do. <laughs> I do have not. two of I those. Um, but also, I think they were not allowed. They couldn't disinfect the warehouse because they needed to sell the disinfectant. So they couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't use it for the employees. <laughs> 
like we running out of this. Y'all got to um, so box, much evil. Thank up. you for pointing out that little tidbit of evil. I just can't yeah. believe like how much Americans love free shipping. It's like do we love we love free shipping to the point of allowing there to be a consolidation of the entire marketplace of small businesses into one humongous massive online retailer because of free shipping that we probably end up paying a good portion of by paying for like the monthly charge yep. it's crazy yeah you know that being Can said i, I uh <laughs> i still yes, use amazon but uh not that much i got rid of my prime subscription because i realized i wasn't buying nice. enough stuff but uh nice. you know i still want to watch sneaky pete you know <laughs> sneaky, sneaky pete is amazing um yeah <laughs> Um, I, 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 I we should all be on one account so that we can get our stupid shows. Everybody then, should be on one account. We should coordinate. Everyone in America should be on one all account. All in America should be one account. That would be the biggest fuck you ever to Jeff Bezos. Yes. All, I mean, you know, my Netflix account, I got all sorts of people on my Netflix account, you know. I got ex-girlfriends yeah. on my Netflix account, so every time I go to open it, I see their profile with their name, and immediately all of that like, thought association comes flooding into my head. I'm just trying to watch the second season of Altered Carbon or whatever. <laughs> Keep um, shouting out them shows. Can I say something, though, about what <laughs> we should do about, with these shows. companies? So first of all, you all know that I think you should not be supporting these companies. Uh, Amazon in particular, do not support. Instacart is another one that's not um, supporting workers during this time when and they're asking workers to go and be in have contact with tons of people uh, and put themselves out in harm's way. They are not supporting workers. Um, here's what we should do, though. And I read some economists talk about this. I think they were economists out of the UC Berkeley. The government should impose excess profits taxes. Yes. And we've done yes. this in other periods of crisis. We did this in 1918. Basically, corpor corporations that made beyond eight, an 8% rate of return on their capital were deemed abnormal and abnormal taxes and ab abnormal profits were taxed at progressive rates of up to 80%. Awesome. Um, we've done excessive profit taxes in World War II. We've done it in the Korean War. This is nothing new. And these the, ta the goal of these taxes is to make sure that no one can benefit from uh, a situation in which masses are suffering. And this is that moment Oh my God, Congress, do you subscribe to this podcast? Do you hear me? I'm yelling. I'm pretty sure, first of all, all of Congress subscribes to this podcast. There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind that that's the case. Um, Beyond okay. that, absolutely we should do this. It's crazy. I mean, obviously, a business like Amazon is benefiting exponentially by something like this. They're already the biggest corporation in the world, but now, you know, they're the delivery corporation and people are not leaving their homes. Of course, they're making even more profit and that money needs to go back into the system to help people. How about this? It should all be funneled up to, above that 8% should all be funneled directly into a COVID-19 fund to help people. Yes, it's like, it, it's so, yeah. It makes so much it's fucking so sense. Yeah. It's so I have, simple. I have an idea. Um, maybe we as the people should send another wife to Jeff Bezos as a sleeper cell and then she marries him and divorces him, takes more of his money and then gives it to the American people. <laughs> oh, that's I'm a good idea. Willing to Joel, are you volunteering tribute. yourself to be that wife? 
Yes, I'll rub on that bald head for America. Yeah, but then Joyelle becomes a double agent and ends up just like falling under the sway taking the money. of Bezos. I'm taking the money. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Joyelle, you need to put the money back into the system. <laughs> nah, I bought myself a private island. Yeah, full of fire sticks. <laughs> All the fire sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, ha, 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 <laughs> so I'm the sneakiest closing... of all the Pete's. <laughs> <laughs> nice, J5. Yeah, you dude. really Luke, wrapped in back. some, That's why they some prime back. content uh, to, to wrap up that segment. Uh, in closing, fucking call your Congress people and tell them to impose the excessive pro- profits tax. On Amazon and other com- companies, I imagine Walmart is also benefiting. I imagine places like Target are also benefiting, although I only read about uh, Amazon. Amazon is benefiting the, the most. Also, stop using Amazon. All right, thanks. Hey, Nagin, can I say Let's, something? Please. Oh. Um, the uh, one thing that I wanted to say was like, so this whole thing with all this unemployment, all these unemployment claims, like everybody that's yeah. going to be trying to get uninclo- unemployment benefits. Yeah. Have any of you guys ever applied for unemployment? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have. I wouldn't say that here. the experience was comprehensible. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be such a crazy shit show of everybody trying to get the logistics of going through this process. Like, even in a normal scene, when I did it in D.C., just to try to go through that process and and waiting on like uh, waiting on hold for customer service, all of that sort of stuff to hear it was a crazy process. Now, with- well, the phone lines are down. I yeah. mean, the phone lines are just down. You can't get through if you if your if your claim is red flagged. I helped a friend do this, and their claim was red flagged because their last main job was like ten ninety nine or whatever. Ah, and so they had to call the number. the The number has been just down for like two weeks. Well, that's you just a good can't sign. That's a good start. And you, and you have to call in order to like jump the hurdle of whatever so, yeah. her red flag. So I mean, was. this is already such a like a, such a terrible, it's a nightmare. terrible nightmare, it's a nightmare compared to what could have happened. And it's like I hope that after like we get through this pandemic, I hope that we take these lessons and realize like, hey, we can still be a great thriving nation, and more so if we put things like this into place, these common sense things. Why can't we just do this? Yes, pro- uh, an excess profits tax and curts and bite, curts and bite, You guys, let's um, let's hear uh, quickly about our sponsors, and when we talk, come back, we're going to talk about our little propaganda problem. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Today's show is sponsored by Pros. This is kind of, I feel like, you know, I'm on some sort of Lord of the Rings journey trying to figure out skincare. And I feel like this customized skincare line is really got my name on it. Basically, every bottle of Pro's custom hair care and skincare, I tried the skincare just recently, is made to order and it's personalized. It's got a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs, like specifically you. And then the way they do it is you take this great, like in-depth quiz, basically. They analyze over 80 factors for a complete view of your life, your beauty goals, Um, Like I have oily skin that's also dry, which is just a fun little conundrum. I live in New York City. Like we've got these four seasons. My my face gets weird during seasonal shifts. Um, I all of these things I got to kind of talk about in like in answering the questions. Um, the other fun thing was they asked us at the end, like, do you like a creamy type of moisturizer or like a less creamy kind? And I was kind of like, mm, I think like less creamy. And they were like, that's fine. Like you can do that, but we think for your skin type, creamier is better. And I never knew that. So I love that there's so much kind of personal information that goes into creating this. I got my stuff in the mail very quickly after I got a wonderful serum. Like I said, this very creamy moisturizer. Um, And this also very just delectably creamy cleanser that just kind of feel like I, I think it's possible that I've been washing my face with just like harsh harshness for like many years because when I saw this cleanser I was like oh is this what it's supposed to feel like it's supposed to feel like a little bit of a delight on my face that's not what I've been doing so I don't know guys and here's the thing you don't have to take my word for it in a third-party double-blind dermatologist supervised controlled clinical study um, which is like the gold standard for research studies Pros prove that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives, which just sort of totally makes sense on a just logical level if you think about it. Just it makes common sense. Pros are so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering my listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% of your first subscription order at pros.com slash Fake the nation um, will be taken off. That's pros.com slash fake the nation. You get your free consultation and 50% off your one of a kind formulas. Uh, again, that's pros.com slash fake the nation. Go and get your just 
super personalized, luxurious skincare products and hair care products. That's what I'm going to try next. So pros.com slash fake the nation. I am the type of person that has subscribed to things and I have forgotten about those things. I have paid twice for a children's educational app. And I didn't know that I was paying twice for several months. Until that is, I discovered Rocket Money. And because I use Rocket Money, it just showed up all these things. The thing that I was paying twice for that made me incredibly angry. Thank God Rocket Money ended that for me. It also cancels the subscription for you. So you don't have to like go through the hassle of going to that site and figuring out how to cancel. They actually make canceling very difficult. I don't know if any of you have had the experience, but I have been on a like a roundabout eight exit nightmare trying to unsubscribe to something before. Rocket money eliminates that hassle. It also alerts you to an increase in subscription price. And this is something Rocket Money did for me. It negotiates a lower price for something you already subscribe to. So like for my cable bill, it got me a lower price. And I was very happy about that. Nearly 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgotten about, which makes me feel better because I'm one of them. But it makes me feel terrible because what are we doing losing that money? Uh, I don't want to waste that money. And I know you don't want to waste that money. If you struggle with these kinds of purchases, if you struggle with finances in general, Rocket Money will help you with the budgeting, help you track your expenses, help you, like I said, cancel those unwanted subscription. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending. It helps you lower your bills so you can get back to saving. I mean, me and my husband have been on the warpath and Rocket Money has been a really big part of that. It has over 5 million users with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. The average member has saved up to $740 a year using the app's features, which is, I mean, that tracks for me. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions. Go to rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Save the money at rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. And we are back and we're ready for topic number two. So I want to talk about the propaganda issues that are coming up. But first, I just want to ask you guys, baseline, how much do you blame Trump for the situation we're in? <laughs> so um. much. <laughs> I, I, I blame Trump and I blame white women. I will never forgive them for this. And <laughs> it's all their fault. And I, I've kept a hold of my two white female friends, but they know that I uh, have issues with them and their people. So uh. <laughs> I blame this is white women's fault. <laughs> Well, see, I blame I blame Trump a lot, but I, you know, but I blame Trump for everything. Like my right knee bothers me after I exercise. That's Trump's fault. I don't know That's how. Trump. That's Trump. But uh, uh, probably. Well, I can I just point out a few things that are happening right now that I'm just like, this is Trump. Uh, there's a DHS stockpile. The the, the DHS stop, stockpile of medical equipment is nearly depleted. I mean, I guess it's depleted. Uh, some ventilators in the stockpile. Turns out, you know, we had that huge stockpile. Those ventilators don't, thousands of them don't work. Thousands of them don't work. That's crazy. Thousands of them don't work because the maintenance contract was allowed to lapse last summer. So motherfuckers didn't keep a working set of ventilators in the stockpile. That's Trump's fault. Oh, Um, that's so shitty. Some states, and then there's no real coordination on where the shit goes. So some 
of the things in the stockpile went to Kentucky or Tennessee or whatever. And they're like, oh, we didn't we didn't ask for this. Do we what do we do? We return it or can Send I it to New York. on and get a return Send it to New package York. thing or. Oh, God. Um, yes. And then also there is no national order for a state for stay at home. There's been ramshod. Do what you got to do. We don't we defer to you. And then the states will be like, no, but we defer to you. And then the federal government's like, no, but we defer to you. And then it's like this yeah. cutesy back and forth where nobody knows who's in charge. That's Trump's yeah. fault. Uh, I also reopen the Obamacare exchanges. Why is that an issue? You know what I mean? Do that right now. Um, immediately expand Medicaid in every state. Do that immediately. All these things, these are Trump's fault. Uh, not to mention, I, and I won't even get into timeline issues with when he knew and how much he downplayed it and all of that shit. Yeah, all that now, shit was criminal, though. I know, I mean, like, I know that, that him doing that, I mean, that has, has led to, the ripple effect of that is going to be so many more deaths than potentially would have happened, which is really tragic and messed up. Um you know, and then you're right. The lack of national coordination is a mess because you defer to these to the states, and it's become this sort of patchwork situation. I mean, what did Florida just like yesterday decided to kind of do anything? <laughs> is that yeah, kind of literally the, Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday. yeah the, the beaches are still open. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Florida, you're always just living up to your Floridaness. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, the shout out to Ron Bennington, a fellow comedian, friend of ours. Uh, he just said this is the fireworks finale of the United States, and we are going out. <laughs> With a bag, baby. <laughs> oh, that's great. We are going out with a bag. I just want to know at what point do I need to leave for Canada? Because, um, I like when do we leave? When do I've been watching Handmaid's Tale? And when do we leave? <laughs> I, I think when they cut off our debit cards and women can't work, that's when we need to leave, Nikki. When they say you can't do your podcast anymore, we got to get in the car and uh, roll up to Canada. But you know what's interesting is. We live in New York State, and state leaders are the ones that have been flourishing here. And and fucking Andrew Cuomo has been the voice of the entire country. I have gotten emails from friends of mine who live abroad because you guys have some friends that live in like Europe and stuff. It's not a big deal. I'm just like a very worldly person. <laughs> and they, <laughs> I, I literally got an email from a French friend of mine yesterday, and his closing line was, Good luck with your president. Um, but I've also yeah. I've gotten emails from people who live in the UK that are like, oh, this Andrew Cuomo guy, he's great, you know? And uh, Or they're like, oh, this Andrew Cuomo guy, he's quite, this bloke is quite great. They said something like that. Um, okay. And I I think they're, you know, we're, we're kind of like dealing, making international celebrities out of certain state governors, like weirdly, particularly Cuomo. Now, I wanted you to do other accents. Let's <laughs> invite. Um, I'm, I'm like butchering the word now. I don't even know what it is. I've added like 12 syllables to it. Kirtenbagenspugel. Um, when the workers works. get paid money during a pandemic. Yeah, I'm not good at accents either. <laughs> just, John, that was a terrible German accent. Um, you guys, here's my question, though. So on the propaganda front, and the reason I ask about about the blame being on, on, on Trump's shoulders is that every day he has this televised Trump rally in the form of the coronavirus, coronavirus task force, 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 
<gasps> in the form of the coronavirus task force force uh, <laughs> press briefing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nice. I mean, that <laughs> is a tough one. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I just had an aneurysm, but I'm back. Like, That's the what? loop Nagin gets stuck in. Test, fu- test, fu- fu- test. Fu- oh it's hard no! To say those words. Uh, do you think we should be broadcasting them? I mean, have you watched any? Do you, what do you, what, how do they strike you? Um. Okay. Full disclosure: I've barely watched them. I really don't. Like, I will hear commentary news about it after the fact. I think it's like, oh, should they be aired? Like all everything rational, my being says no, but it seems to be a little bit more complicated than that, because even if the content of it is not accurate, it still in a way is newsworthy because it's this huge thing that's happening. I just think all of the journalists should only ask questions to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Like, even if it's like something, even if you're talking to Trump, be like, excuse me, President Trump, what do you, can you ask, (laughs) can you ask Dr. Fauci what he thinks about and have, I just have like everything (laughs) directed and filtered through him, you know? And it is messed up because Trump is now using this kind of as like a platform as though they're almost like rallies and stuff like that. He's having kind of like guests on that are, you know, that are, that are kind of, that are, that will tow his line. So it's a, it's a really do you know, weird Do you thing. know who we had on yesterday? We're, t- we're taping, or maybe Tuesday. Anyways, we're taping Thursday. Do you know who we had on this week? And I don't know. I've been fucking, playing. The fucking my pillow guy. Oh, I you did hear the- about that. Yeah. <laughs> the my pillow guy, they, 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 um, <laughs> w- which you know about my pillow if you watch Fox News, because he advertises a lot there, I think. Um, he came on and he was just like, oh, so and, and, and it was nice, like 75% of their manufacturing is now going to go to face masks. That's awesome. Uh, but then he started talking about like God and whatever. And you're like, why is this one oh, small weird. company being highlighted in an infomercial in the white on the White House lawn? Now, you know? my pillow, my grandmother really likes that my pillow guy. <laughs> Nan, Eleanor, <laughs> shout out, 95 years old, crushing it. She's the best. Uh, she is. But she, I remember she told me, she's like, yeah, I bought some of these my pillows. She's like, she's, I was like, how is it? She's like, it's all right. She's like, it's like a regular pillow. I'm like, why'd you buy it? They're kind of expensive. She's like, I like the guy. I like him. On, I like the commercials. So she kind of acknowledged she got wow. sucked into the my pillow world. Uh, so yeah, so thing, that though. guy it's was like, a guest. Yeah. And he'll spend like 20 minutes talking about how Boeing is a great company where you're like, how much stock of Boeing do you own? You know what I mean? Like he just, he spends bizarrely long minutes singling out companies and talking about how great they are. Um, Obviously he truly insults and um, just terrorizes the certain journalists. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's awful. He's such a bully with them. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joyelle, last... have you been watching? Absolutely not. I don't have. Do you see my skin? <laughs> my skin is beautiful. I can't. I can't ruin this beautiful black, black don't crack skin by watching that fool. Because I will look like the crib keeper by the end of this month. Um, I can't watch. The, and it's funny because I'm the same way. Like I, I just get um, recaps from people, and I clicked on one of the clips in the last clip. Clip I clicked on. That's a good one. The last clip I clicked on. <laughs> um, Peter Alexander was asking a simple question, and his response was, "You're a terrible journalist," and that just made like flames, like clue, like flames on the side of my head. Like I just, I can't, I can't watch him. He messes up my blood pressure. 
he messes up my spirit and I refuse. So I don't I don't watch him speak. Now, I mean, it's interesting because like a, a an NPR affiliate in Seattle stopped airing them, um, stopped broadcasting them, and they cited a pattern of false or misleading information provided that cannot be fact-checked in real time. I mean, I think that's the real problem is that <laughs> yeah. th- that's the number one problem is that you can't interrupt the president when he's giving his stupid thing and be like, that is inaccurate. The, the most hilarious lie he told the other day, and it, there's, a, there's a reporter for her, I think she's with um, PBS and maybe – yeah, I think she was PBS. Yamish Alsandor. Love her. Uh, he, she was asking about like, why aren't we doing the same thing that South Korea is doing with the with the level of testing? And he was like, do you know anything about South Korea? I know more th- about South Korea than anybody. And do you even know how big Seoul is? Seoul has 38 million people. Yes. It's like we've never seen before. <laughs> Seoul, you guys, has like 9.9 million people. It does not have <laughs> yeah. 38 yeah, million yeah, people. Yeah. And of course, she's sitting there like, first of all, it's how you don't necessarily have the sole population figures at your hand in a moment like that. And you just want to get an answer to your legitimate question so you can't antagonize him too much. And because of the the dynamics of that are just too difficult, I just, I agree, you know, a lot of the Seattle NPR has been criticized, but also praised. I understand. I mean, the 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 thing is, if you really want to get the full press briefing, you can just go to whitehouse.gov and watch it. You know, ew. Because it, <laughs> um, it, it's like it's like talking to it's. First of all, ew. Uh, but it's also like they're talking to a sleepy toddler. Like he's he's very irritable and just very. Yeah. And it's like you never know what what he's gonna say, so it it doesn't make sense to air it because none of it is real. He's not yeah. saying anything that's real or that matters. Like, why? Why would we well, be listening to Well, it's interesting because I'll, I'll tell you something that I, we read a piece on Fox News, guys. <laughs> Fake the nation, fair and balanced. It's true. Um, Thanks for making us read that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and their point was that, you know, the journalists had been complaining that the daily briefing had been canceled. Uh, and they've been complaining for for months, years now, uh, and now they're complaining that there is a daily briefing. Uh, so, is that not a confusing message from from j- journalists? I don't. I don't um, know. I I guess so. If you if you want to look at it from the very cynical perspective of being like, oh, you know, we wanted there to be this daily briefing so we could, you know, beat up the president on that. But now it looks like these daily briefings. His popularity is increasing, which is crazy. That is apparently is now up to 49%. But uh, insane. yeah, insane. Like, who are the people that are like, oh, now that I see this guy just giving me a completely extra level of uncertainty and, and, and terror based on this pandemic, I like him better now. Like, I don't understand. But, um, but I don't know. So then now they're saying that because it's working in his favor that now the journalists don't want it. I don't know. I don't think it's the case. I don't think it's that calculated and thought out. That seems that seems ridiculous to me. I think maybe the compromise is if the beginning of these things is where the facts are coming out and there are newsworthy things, air that and then cut away to your programming. And then if there's if there's things to be analyzed, analyze it. The only problem I think, though, of unfortunately, what's going to happen is if if they stop airing them. Uh, then the whole conversation, the whole media cycle is going to be about whether or not they should be aired or not and talking about right, that. Right, and right, it's going right. to become politicized instead of just focusing on what's really happening in people's lives to make sure people really understand the urgency of this sort of thing. You don't really hear as many of the 
for lack of a better word, human interest stories about directly what's happening to people case to case. You hear it here and there, especially more high profile people, but you don't really hear that. Right. There's going to be more news about, oh, should we or should we not air it? Da, 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 da. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It, 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 it does. I think, I think the idea and NPR has ba- the, the DC bureau um, has basically said, you know, the, for, for all things considered um, and the morning edition has basically said, we're, we're just, we're the, our policy changes by the hour on whether or not we broadcast it. So like, <laughs> and, and they've been doing the cutaway thing and I think it's been pretty responsible um, because yeah, like sometimes you just want to get those first few minutes um, sometimes you want to just get a Fauci up in there for a couple yeah. minutes. Yeah, you want to get yeah. some Fauci yeah. facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also, the, uh, the other thing that bothers me is that it also it not only feels like a Trump rally with the ridiculous visitors and all that shit, but it also feels like a Pence 2024 uh, campaign video um, because he comes out and he's wearing a fucking press suit and he looks, you know, uh, and he's got a little like conce- under eye concealer, you know, to like shake the fatigue off. And he just looks very presidential and he's able to be he's like a good actor, you know, and so he's able to like be calm and measured. And so his uh, numbers are probably going up as a result of the, the Corona task force and the press briefings. Oh, that's oh. nice. That's a uh. nice. Uh, that's a nice side benefit of all of this. Yes. Does he wear Way that concealer? Does that Canada. does it conceal the homophobia and the uh, insane belief system? You can't tell. You can't. can't you honestly, you that's can't really tell. The, the homophobia is nicely concealed with the under eye concealer. Oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it's a really versatile product. Um, all right, you guys, we are going to. Move on to the next topic. But I uh, wanted to mention to listeners um, that if you're interested to hear my thoughts on uh, coronavirus and the lessons that we should not learn from it, you can read my new uh, column in the Progressive Magazine. Um, It's called The Lessons We Should Not Learn from This Global Pandemic. And uh, yeah, check it out. I'm curious to know what you think. Um, And by the way, the Progressive Magazine is making its entire issue absolutely free and available. Um, Read it. It's got some amazing stuff as always. Um, I I think you're not surprised to hear that I would like something very much that would be called Progressive Magazine. (laughs) But there it is. Uh, Let us move on to topic number three. Okay. So we want to give people a break from this fucking virus uh so we will tackle Mm. these very important questions are you ready yes that's where you say yes okay i thought there was gonna be more (laughs) are you ready ready for yeah i'm in (laughs) yeah ready give people a break i am stoned everyone's ready Uh, okay well this one is a this is a little corona related we got to it in the beginnings and I feel like I can see where this is going to go. But get dressed or not. Do you get dressed for work? Or and, and we can broaden it out from coronavirus. For people who work from home, and there's a lot of that that happens in general, do you get dressed or not? That's the debate. Mm. Joelle? Uh, I- I have a lot of clothes, and granted, yes, I am in a bathrobe right now, but that's only because it's before noon, and I don't do these hours. (laughs) But 
I have multiple tutus. I have many different dresses and headgear. So I've just been putting things on. I'll put a whole bunch of different things on that don't go together that I wouldn't wear outside in the streets. I'm basically acting like a 12-year-old in here playing dress up. I'm doing the thing. But I still don't have a job, so. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds fun. Yeah, uh, Yeah, I'm crushing it. I'll tell you my balance, right? Like, look, look at this. So I'm... You know, I do. You look dressed. Yes, I look dressed. However, you know, no pants. I mean? <laughs> However, I do the. Uh, I do. I'm wearing. I'm wearing my pajama pants down below. I do like the above. I do the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like do my business on top. Business on yeah. top. You know, lazy nap on the lazy bottom. Nap, nap on the bottom. But I do that every day, even if I don't have like. Uh, uh, appointments or work or things from home, I still get dressed from the top up so I can feel like I'm <laughs> engaged in doing something. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I feel ridiculous about wearing jeans by myself in the house all day for no reason. You know, so like I have my blue pajama pants on, and then this is how I would dress. You know, normally. Wait, so top. you do that in regular situations? You keep the pajama pants, but then a real shirt. No, just during pandemic time. Okay, but like in real yeah. life, like if you're working from home or writing jokes or whatever. Before this, from home, I would be fully dressed. I would, yeah. But you now, would wear jeans by yourself. Yeah, I think so in okay. the house. No, that's fine. I look, guys. I'll fucking wear. I mean, he, here's the weird thing that I need to feel like I'm working is I have to wear shoes. Oh, you go. So all in. You go. All I have in. a pair of like actual shoes that I only wear at home in these weird situations where I need to feel like I'm working. No, it's yeah. weird, um, so right? So they're pandemic safe shoes. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I, if I feel, if my bare foot is touching the ground or something or a sock, a foot in a sock just makes me feel like I'm, like it's Saturday morning, I'm about to make pancakes. Yeah, you like know you what want I mean? a cup of tea and an episode of Homeland. I just right. uh, yeah. I remember when we lived I, together. You were getting really into Homeland at the time. <laughs> Jfod, do you even know that my husband is on the final season of Homeland? Holy shit! Full circle. Full circle. That's it amazing. Written, it's almost like you manifested that. That's so cool. It's like you manifested <laughs> yeah. that eating some two boots pizza, watching an episode of Homeland. You're like, I'm gonna marry one of these actors one of these fucking days on this show. That's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I agree. I can't. I feel like I can't. I actually a lot of times uh, have to get out of my apartment to work. If I'm working from home and I have a lot of writing to do and different things like that, I sometimes I just got to get out because it's challenging to work at home. So now at least it's like, all right, I'm gonna dress myself halfway <laughs> and I'm gonna try to get something done. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you have a problem working? Uh, do you do you have that Joyelle where you like need to get the fuck out? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I like to walk around and write in my head, you know, talk yes. and walk and write. And as far as shoes in the house, I am presently in a platform slipper and <laughs> and no pants. I don't have pants on. So oh, like I could not I could not do a podcast in a in a robe right now. I feel like <laughs> your level, your level of your ability to be even focused on a serious task is just remarkable with us with a robe on. It's just remarkable. Yes, I'm um, crushing it. I uh, also I'm a big fan of the I like to listen to a, a, a like a terrible set 
you know, I record my sets and then listen to it. And then as I'm, but as I'm walking and then I'll stop and I'll write, like rewrite a joke and then I'll keep walking and then I'll stop. So I'm like a weird person with a pen, a piece of paper and headphones, like walking down the street, like rewriting material. That's, That's cool cute. though. I, uh, I, know. I like that. And you can still do that in a pandemic, except for there's no sets to listen to. Yeah. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really good at recording oh, my oh. sets and then less good at listening to them. But, uh, exactly. You know. I do, my voice makes my skin crawl. So <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. stockpile yeah. that. Do you think I could stockpile the sets I haven't listened to and we can kind of retool them, them into, into ventilators? ventilators? Yeah. Is that, Turn them into I don't know. The, I'm not a scientist or an engineer, but, uh, <laughs> There's some pretty good loose punchlines in there. Some tags that need updating. <laughs> Can that help, help anybody breathe? breathe? When you like listen to a set, I'm I'll just be like, I'm a horrible person to the to the woman I'm listening to. Right? I'll be like, bitch, get to the point. Did you yeah. need that much setup? What the fuck is wrong with your mouth? Like, yeah. stop talking. Well, yeah, yeah I heckle myself. I heckle myself yes. all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I'm a mean bitch to myself. I'm I do yes. the reverse. I'm like, John, one day they'll understand. One day everybody will get <laughs> this. Are you kidding me? Uh, before your time, sir. Before your time. Um, okay. <laughs> Let me ask another question. Um, here's, here's a really a relevant one for when we get back to real life, especially as comedians who do a lot of flying. Does the person in the middle seat... Get both armrests. So. I know. What, I know. I stopped you in your tracks. <clears throat> okay. So what I realized that there are professional flyers and there are people who have never been nowhere and they can't ever go nowhere and they should never be anywhere. <laughs> professional flyers. <laughs> professional flyers know that you can share an armrest. It is possible to share an armrest. Yes. So you got to choose, though. You got to choose. Are you going back? Or are you going forward? So. The middle seat person gets the choice of where they want to rest their arms. And then from there, I can rest an elbow on the side that they are not on and move accordingly. So, yes, they do get the choice of the middle armrest, but we can share. Here's my question for you, Joyelle. Um, yes. In I'm in agreement, by the way. Mode, Absolutely. In, my, in the sharing mode, do you feel like you you know because I feel like in the sharing mode there's like a you might you may touch elbows or forearms yes. like there may be some touching involved some rested touching uh, yes are you okay with that bitch you and coach you need to be okay with that <laughs> <laughs> you if you you ain't okay with that you better get a first class seat so that's that's all we and coach you gonna be kissing elbows baby that's gonna happen. <laughs> Well, I, I agree with Joyelle. I do think there's a way to navigate it where you as one of the non-middle seats can have a like a side of that middle seat and still not touch the other person. There is there's the possibility of non-resting touching elbows, but even if there's a little bit of touching, especially if long sleeves are involved, you know, c'est la vie. Uh but I did I did remember this thing that Really did happen one time when I was on a flight. It's the only time this ever happened that the woman in the middle seat, when I put my arm, I was in the window seat. I put my arm up on the uh, on the on the uh, armrest, and she took her elbow and knocked my elbow off, knocked oh. my arm off very aggressively. Yes, 
And I was like, I was like, excuse me. I was like, this is a, it's like, we can share this. She goes, no, it's mine. And she was like really mean about it. For real, that happened. But then I, got- I need to know, I need to know more about this woman. Can you describe? Okay, yes. I know. Yes, I can. It was, um, it was, she was with her. She was what? I was like, what's her Instagram? We need to be best friends. Oh yeah. No, no. She's a monster. She was a monster. Uh, she was like, uh, an older white woman, maybe in her 60s or so, maybe 70s. Joyelle, and, uh, you catch that? An older white never woman. Mind. Yeah, <laughs> never yeah, mind. Yeah, the enemy, the actual enemy of the state. Uh, and uh, By the way, we're joking with that. People of Fake the Nation, I love women who are white and non-white, and I love all women. Continue. <laughs> Joyelle doesn't have a comment for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but uh so anyway, and and her husband was on the uh was in the aisle seat and he seemed like a real sort of like been withered down into submission over the years <laughs> by Aww. like a uh, a very strong personality that he's been married to, right? So he was just sort of like like oblivious to it. She had just she was just a mean person. Like she looked mean. You know how when somebody's got that mean yeah. sort of scowl, like they got that yeah. evil mean soul that's pushing through into their crunched fucking face. Wow, I'm still yeah. mad at this woman. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but, uh <laughs> but here's the thing. I got I I got her. I uh I uh I really I really fucking burned her because this is what I said to her after she did that and knocked my arm off. I go, uh. Your comfortability in your rudeness is a sad state of affairs. Boom. Ooh, burn. Go. What the fuck? That, what is, that is even a mean? real sick burn. Who fucking says burn, that? Buddy. I could I was thinking about this because you when you brought out this topic, I was thinking about this. I was like, what did I say to her? And I was like, holy shit, that's exactly what I said. Quote, yeah, your comfortability just, in your rudeness is a sad state of affairs. <laughs> like she was gonna be like, oh no, you're right. My affairs are in a sad state. Help me. Take all of the arm room you need. You were basically like in your own spin room trying to figure out what to say without saying anything, but still saying a little something yeah. that was so ineffective. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Worse. Like after I said it, I was like, oh, I don't deserve to have arms. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you needed you needed some rewrites on yeah, that one. Yeah, we need to bring yeah, that. Yeah. We need um, to get a writer's room on that. Wait, so response. so what is your policy though? Should do they have? I mean, this woman was a piece of shit, but like, did she have her rights to the to the arm armrest? No, I mean, I not didn't. Not the but, whole armrest. No, not the whole armrest. <laughs> but guess what? She won. You know what I mean? I, I like, I I acquiesced. I don't think I put my arm up there. Or if I <laughs> did, it you was. knew better. <laughs> you knew better. <laughs> After that, I mean, I I had a situation recently where I was in the two seater. I had the window and the girl had the aisle, but she was one of those people that just did not know her body. And her body was like spilling into my seat. And after a while, I just had to tell her, I was like, hey, your like body is on my body because she had turned away from me, which I'm a big fan of people turning away from me, but not if your ass is on my my body. (laughs) So yeah, I told her I was like, I was like, your body is spilling into my seat, and she was just like, what? Just because clearly she was black, she's like, just because I'm turned against away from you, you need more attention. I was like, no, bitch, I don't need more attention. I just need your body to be out of the seat. And she moved, she moved. 
because we did a black girl stare down. And it was like, look, bitch, what's happening on this airplane? Something was or nothing? She, was she? Uh, you won in, that one? Uh, was she in the same age group? Like, was yeah. it an equivalent black girl stare oh, down? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That would have been a that would have been a nice fight for the <laughs> for the people. You on know the, the funny thing is, I feel like in I've been offered um, whenever it turns out that I'm sitting next to a Muslim, it's just like, oh, assalamualaikum. I have pistachio, and then we're just exchanging dry fruit nuts. Like that's <laughs> yes. what happens the moment there's a, a brown person sitting next to me. It's like well, there's an exchange of food. That sounds nice, um, Joyelle. Did you did you say dynamic. to her, Joyelle? Did you say to her, your lack of awareness of your body is a sad state of affairs? <laughs> I said something like that, but with like an extra head turn and a and a snap of the finger. I tra- I translated it into black girl. Nice, <laughs> nice. Well, it sounds like you won that round. And hey, I was like, <laughs> I fly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. That is the end of the show. And I normally ask, "How do you feel?" Today, I'm going to ask, "What makes you hopeful?" Um, what makes me hopeful? Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know. It's uh, a tough uh, one. <laughs> yeah, because I'm full of no hope right now. Um, I, I'm happy that my family is healthy. So that makes me hopeful. Like every everyone in my family is healthy and um knock on wood. I'm really I'm really happy. Yes, knock on laptop. I am happy about that and it makes me hopeful that. Hopefully we get this motherfucker out of office. I just pray. John F. O'Donnell, what uh, makes you hopeful? Well, I'm hopeful that uh, because of this global pandemic and of us realizing that it is global, that we maybe have an opportunity to see that all people more or less were in the same boat when something like this happens, that we all are uh, connected, that they're really the whole idea of these separate sort of nation states and all that stuff doesn't really work when there's something that globally spreads like this. We're all so interconnected and maybe we can realize coming out of this that, Hey, uh, we need to have each other's backs. And also if the coronavirus ends up creating a country for us, which, which are with a much more robust social safety net, like something closer towards universal healthcare. Um, and maybe even like emission levels have gone down during this time because everybody has to stay in their houses, um, all sorts of stuff. And we can get sort of like more, you know, paid family leave, all sorts of things like that. It'll turn out that coronavirus has done more for democratic socialism than the Bernie Sanders movement could ever possibly do. (laughs) COVID-19 time pandemic of the year. (laughs) So that's one way to look at it. That's a fantastic way to look at it. And I actually, even talking about the profit of excess, uh, the taxing of excess profit and and talking about the, you know, carts and Weizen or whatever and all that stuff made me feel hopeful because good ideas are out there and we're not so fucking intransigent that we won't one day adopt them. And so Intransigent? Mm. <laughs> you be throwing, she be throwing out fucking, the SAT word. Fucking $25 <laughs> word, you guys. Um, I probably use it incorrectly. That's what's embarrassing. Uh, what I want for you guys to do is tell the people of Fake the Nation where to find you and follow all the stuff you do. Uh, Joy Yell, where do they do that? Uh, you can follow all of my canceled shows and gigs and bitterness on Joyelle Nicole. <laughs> 
Instagram.com. I'm Joelle Nicole on Instagram and Twitter. And I am trying to post old pictures that make me feel happy. <laughs> Follow her. It is. It's an uplifting feed. Uh, John F. O'Donnell, where, where do people find you and all the stuff you're doing? Uh, yeah, just two things. Uh, my podcast, Take Your Pill Psychopath. I'd be psyched if you guys listen to it. Um, it's uh, the comedy podcast that exploits mental illness for personal profit. Trademark. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. And uh, and yeah, and really the best way to stay connected is through my newsletter. It's jfodnews.com. And twice a month I send out uh, something with like a, a long news story about something I've been through. I mean, as you guys can all tell by now, I, I'm riddled with bipolar disorder. Um, and uh, I've, uh, I've had these, uh, <laughs> these interesting experiences. And so I try to share those to uh, make myself feel less isolated and other people feel less alone too. So yeah, jfodnews.com. Guys, do all of follow them, subscribe, read, do all of the things. Um, I was on last week's episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. So you could check that out. Was it last week? Or the, I honestly have lost track of time. So it may have been several months ago. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I don't know what today is. I know. I really don't. Uh, also, you can, like I said, read my article um, in The Progressive about the lessons we should not learn from COVID. And I will keep you abreast of things that come up. Uh, but as you can imagine, nothing is really coming up. <laughs> All of our lives have been canceled. Okay. Um, what I really want to do, though, is I want to thank the people that make this show happen. You guys, that's our wonderful production team here. Our producer, Anita Flores, our talented audio engineer, Andy Christens, Jared O'Connell makes all of this technology work. Gabby Alter wrote our theme music. Lily Fleshler helps with research. And you know we love to hear from you. Send us your feedback, talk, topics we should be chatting about, guest ideas. You can leave us a vo- voicemail at 347-770-4981 or drop us a line at commentsofvakethenation.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find out about the show. And don't forget to, to listen to episodes of Bonus the Nation. That's our series of bonus episodes. Uh, please subscribe to Stitcher Premium. You can get a free month trial with the uh, with the code fake. And I'll see you guys next week. You're amazing. <laughs>